Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Healthy Living Interview Series on radio and podcast. The show covering all things health, wellness, culture, and more. The show for all of us who aren't old, we're better. Each week, we'll interview superstars, experts, and ordinary people doing extraordinary things, all related to this wonderful experience of getting better, not just older. Now, here's your host, the award-winning Paul Vogelzang. <laughs> yes, indeed. Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness Interview Series on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and I want to again greet our audience, but I want to greet those readers of Prevention Magazine. Our next installment of our Editor-in-Chief Series with Sarah Smith is up today, and we are tackling some of the most pressing health topics crucial to our audience adults over 60 who are committed to living their best lives. Let's get right into it. We have another packed show. First up is our monthly conversation with Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith, and we're discussing myths about chocolate. It's not a superfood, as we've all been led to believe, and perfect timing for the holiday season when we are surrounded by chocolate. In addition to chocolate, we'll be discussing the science of libido and some advice if you're not happy with yours. We will talk about the role of forgiveness in wellness. It's real. All featured in Prevention Magazine's upcoming February issue. A first, of course, will be our editor-in-chief Sarah Smith interview, who will offer us her editorial perspective on this range of feature stories. And following our conversation with Sarah, we will be speaking with Lisa Bain, the executive director of the Health Newsroom at Hearst who's edited and curated a piece for the cover story and the In Focus section titled Heart Health with tons of advice, facts, and even a seven-day Love Your Heart Challenge. You're going to want to hear this, so stay tuned and enjoy the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness Interview Series for February featuring Sarah Smith. And in a few moments following Sarah, we will be speaking with Hearst Health Newsroom Executive Director Lisa Bain about February's Prevention Magazine in Focus section titled Heart Health. But first up, let's talk to Sarah. Sarah Smith, Editor-in-Chief at Prevention Magazine. We're talking today about the February 2024 edition of Prevention. Can you believe it? I mean, welcome again. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. And yeah, February, short month, but it can be a tough one. So I think we're <laughs> going to talk about some fun stuff. I think we're going to be talking about some fun stuff too. I have a copy of Prevention Magazine up on my computer screen right now. I know February's edition will be delivered soon and everybody will get to see it. It's got this great cover. I, I'm, I don't think I'm going to mention the cover image. I just want people to go check this image out because it's fantastic. <laughs> Again, congrats. You always do such a great job with the artwork. <laughs> Thank you. We are very delighted this one. I don't want to give anything <laughs> right. away too right. much, but it was, um, you know, should we do it? Well, it makes everyone here smile, so let's do yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah. I smiled too. I'm smiling at it right now. Well, good. Well, welcome, welcome, welcome. Good to talk to you. Happy New Year to you and yours. Let's talk prevention, though, and some of the stories that just jumped out at me, uh, because I think there is you know, I say this all the time to you, the issue itself is just chock-a-block full of great health-related articles, tips, great advice. I, I picked three today for us to talk. The first one great. is about chocolate. And I love chocolate. I love milk chocolate. Me I too. Yeah. But there are some myths surrounding chocolate's status as 
a superfood. So maybe just give us a quick brief about, you know, debunking some of these chocolate myths. Well, I think there's the, is this idea that, oh, well, dark chocolate, that's what's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, uh, amazing, has all these special health properties. So, you know, may, but the truth is, I, mean, I hate to be a bummer on this because I do love chocolate and you can absolutely have chocolate in your life, but it's not a health food. Mm-hmm. Chocolate it never is because here's what we learned, which is so interesting that to get those benefits from the flavanols, which is the, you know, the healthy thing that's in cocoa, you'd have to eat 700 calories worth of dark chocolate to get them. And when you're eating that many calories of a food that really doesn't have other nutritional value, it's really not serving you. So I'm sorry to say that. That's, it does have flavanols, but, um, and that's great, but eat it eat it as a treat. And so therefore, I think you should eat the chocolate that you like the best, mm-hmm. right? Well, some people think, well, I really like milk chocolate, but I'm going to have the dark because it's better for me. Just have, just have the milk chocolate if that's one you like because it's a treat. <laughs> Good. Good. You know, the next article that jumped out at me, we're talking February now, Valentine's month, certainly. Mm-hmm. And I want to ask you about libido science, because I mm-hmm. thought the article in the issue really is, I think, so helpful in understanding the science of libido. And if you're happy with yeah, yours, great. So interesting? But, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Maybe tell us a little it's- bit about this. What is it? Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. One of the things I think is interesting is that libido, you know, it's it's a word that, you know, means desire um, for sex, but there's it's not a clinical term by any stretch. And there isn't one accepted way to measure libido. So when we talk about it, we're really talking about not only desire, but how you feel about your own desire, because libido kind of only comes up when someone thinks it's a problem one way or the other. So whether you feel like I'm not happy with my libido or you have a different sort of level of desire than a partner. Um, So that's when there can be uh, an issue. And then if there's an issue, you have to decide sort of for yourself, is this something that I want to deal with? Because there's, you know, there's a lot of things that affect uh, libido over over time, over, you know, over short, over short periods of time, like sleep and what you eat and long periods of time, like hormones and even, you know, the way you were brought up and your, your personal attitudes about sex. So all of these things play into how you feel on Valentine's Day, what, you know, what you want to do or not, right? Um, or any, or Saturday or Tuesday. So what, what, so what, are the th- what we've got in the story is sort of this reminder that you know, if it's only uh, something to fix, if it's something you want to fix, right? Mm-hmm. And then if it is, if you think, no, I, you know, I want to um, boost my libido, you know, which is usually the thing people want to change. Um, you know, there's some things you can look at about like sleep and diet that can affect it. But, you know, you might want to also talk to your doctor about medicine you're taking, um, you know, diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medicine, um, the pill, all of those can have an effect on sexual desire. So there's, you know, there's, uh, we have tips in here to help you, uh, but also like a good reminder that there's, um, you know, there's all kinds of ways to approach uh, how much you want to have sex. And all of that is good. You know, you just kind of got to look at, you know, in, in internally at what you want. 
bear in mind, men are from Mars, women are from Venus. There are differences here. You know, pay attention, Mm -hmm. understand the biology. I just, I thought the article was just perfect. You know, it gives us this opportunity to feel connected, to turn up the temperature if we want to, but really understand this better. And, uh, you know, if, 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 if in your relationship, someone's relationship, the woman is from Mars and the man is from Venus. That's the thing. It's like, what <laughs> yeah, is your yeah. relationship want and what Good is what's happening in between you? Because I think, I think you're exactly right. People are different from each other and there are biological differences between men and women indeed. Um, but so much of it is about what's going on in your bedroom and what do you want to change mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. dealing with that. Yeah, yeah. Great, great story. Well, the last one I want to focus on is one that I think is important for all of us. We all err in, in, different ways. We all misstep, perhaps. But there's a role of forgiveness, especially when it comes to wellness. And so I want to ask Mm -hmm. you the question, tell us a little bit about the concept of forgiveness, the role it plays in kind of our overall wellness and and mental health, especially for our, our older audience, because I think it's great to embrace this. And I think we can lift a little bit of a weight off of our shoulders, especially during these times. It's true. It's a really powerful thing to be able to to do when you're when you're ready to forgive, um, because when when we when we've been wronged, as one of the experts in our story says, you know, it can cause stress. It can cause mental anguish, and that can um, that can really linger and um, help you. And and often you feel unstable or anxious and by what you said about having the, you know, weight lift is, is really what can happen if, if, you know, you go through the process of thinking through why you want to forgive, um, you know, what you want out of the relationship with the person that you've, you know, felt hurt by, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's an incredibly powerful thing to think through those things. And then if you're ready to, to, to do it and, you know, it's, we're a health magazine, but so much of health is how we, feel in our heads, you know, Mm -hmm. and I think um, mental health could not be more important, especially, you know, as you're starting the year and you're thinking about what matters to you. um, I think it's thinking about what you're, whether there's someone who you want to forgive and how you're going to do that can really be a benefit to both of you. So well said. I just think this issue is just going to be a wonderful one for our audience. Please check it out. You know, Sarah Smith, I want to just mention just real quickly that the Pulse section of February's Mm -hmm. edition of Prevention Magazine is titled Give Yourself Some Love. And I think that's important for all of us to just take a moment, think about that, because that impacts our physical health, too. There are benefits to thinking about how we can acknowledge and appreciate everything about us. I, I made some notes. You you may have too, but I know what my three things are. I'm I'm ready to go. And so <laughs> Good for you. I'm so glad. I, I'm so glad you brought that up because I yeah. do think it's really worth taking the time to sit there with your pencil and write down those things you appreciate about yourself. Yeah. We you know, we just I don't think we do it often enough. We do it for our friends, you know, we do it for kids, um, for partners and you know, what would you, what would your friends say? If you're having a hard time with it, what would your friends say about you? What would they say are the things that are wonderful about you? And sometimes it's a little bit of an easier way to, to remind yourself why, you know, why you're wonderful and deserve love. 
Well, it's a great issue. February's issue of Prevention Magazine's got a great cover. Again, not going to tip anybody off to this, mm-hmm. but you got to check it out. Thanks for your time. Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith's been our guest again. We're going to get together again next month. Lots of wonderful stories. I guess the big part of this is the heart health emphasis. We, of course, talked to Lisa Bain. There's a great picture of you and Lisa Bain in the issue of the magazine, too. I want to call everybody's attention to that. But maybe just kind of leave us with one thought about the heart health subject and what we can look for, because that's a big part of the issue and uh, an important one. Your heart is, of course, one of the most powerful organs in your body and giving it some love and attention any, any month, you know, but of course the, the heart month, February Mm -hmm. is when, Mm -hmm. when we, we take a close look at it, but, um, there there's so many simple, powerful things you can do to keep it healthy. And I think that's the, the key thing to remember, that you, you have a lot of control over your heart health. Great. Way to set this in motion for us. Pick up a copy of Prevention Magazine. We're going to have links in our show notes today that where you can find out more information about Sarah, about Lisa Bain, about the prevention february issue and lots of other great information so sarah smith happy new year to you and yours thank you again for your time great to talk to you and please check out this issue everybody it's a great one thanks paul happy new year to everyone hi it's paul I've got some big news from Prevention Magazine. It is time to supercharge your wellness game with Prevention's Premium Health 360 program. This time of year, we're all thinking about health insurance renewal, Medicare for so many in our audience. And while treating health is so vital, remaining healthy is as important, if not more so. Consider joining and embracing the Prevention Health 360 lifestyle. You'll make every day a celebration of your health, your future self, Well, thank you. So let's explore some of the endless possibilities. Here are just three of the game-changing membership benefits with Prevention Health 360. Prevention Magazine becomes your health hub. Oh, it's just wonderful. You will enjoy the best of both worlds with a print and a digital subscription to Prevention Magazine. Plus, receive an inspiring Prevention Health Planner delivered right to your doorstep. It's going to be filled with invaluable health advice. You will have guided wellness. You'll receive three comprehensive guides covering fitness, nutrition, and brain health, all designed to empower you on your Health360 journey. And most importantly, you will stay informed. You can stay at the forefront of health science with a monthly science-based newsletter keeping you informed and inspired. So elevate your health journey to the next level. Visit the sign-up promo page in our show notes and join Health360 Join the revolution. Your best self is waiting. Introduce Lisa Bain, telling you right up front that I had the opportunity to meet Lisa Bain in person recently, and I will tell you how impressed I am. Lisa Bain creates vivid content about 
women's lives, health, and wellness, as well as overseas editors who are doing the same thing. Lisa Bain was executive editor at both Women's Health and Parenting, part of Time, Inc., and senior editor at Glamour and Esquire. Lisa Bain is the Hearst Health Newsroom executive director. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much for having me, Paul. It's great to talk to you. I think this subject we're going to discuss, the one that you have worked so hard to provide us with, is this big, wide, complete overview of heart health. And I think we are all thinking about our heart. This, of course, will be in the February edition of Prevention Magazine. February is a great month to think about our hearts. And I want to start with a question because there is a there is a difference between health risks for men and women with respect to the heart, especially for those of us who are over the age of 60. Well, you know, women and men, they have a lot of the same risk factors like smoking and lack of exercise, an unhealthy diet. But there's a risk that's particular to women. If they had pregnancy complications like preeclampsia, even if they were pregnant decades ago, that puts them at higher risk. And interestingly, not enough doctors are aware of this. I mean, most cardiologists probably will be, but not, not many G- GPs are not aware of it. So they're not, ask, they're not necessarily asking women who come in at the age of 50 or 60 or however old, when they're screening them, they don't necessarily ask them, did you have problems when you were pregnant? So that brings, so that's one risk factor. Another risk factor for women, women are at risk in part because they're not men. And some of their symptoms are different. Sometimes when they go to the ER, they're not taken seriously because they're not having that sort of Hollywood, you know, heart attack, you know, where they fall into their, into their soup or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just the fact that women, um, that their symptoms do tend to be sometimes the same, sometimes different. Sometimes it goes unnoticed. And also, you know, when you talk to the audience that's over the age of 60, risk rises with age for both men and women. So it's even more important for anyone, you know, who's reaching that that, that sixth decade to really pay attention to their heart. Great. Well, thank you. I think that's that's really helpful because, again, the, the issue is really a wonderful one, and it contains several pieces that you are responsible for as uh, executive director of the, of the health desk at Prevention. What is it amongst the package that we should be paying particular attention to in terms of the insights that our audience should know about? What's the best exercise for heart health? What's the impact of sugar, kind of the importance of knowing one's family history? What did you learn that you think is just so critical for us to understand? Well, yes, let's start with exercise. The Mm -hmm. best exercise for protecting your heart is the exercise that you'll do. So it's important to consistently get exercise for all sorts of health issues. And if you say, well, I'm going to start going to the gym, but you hate going to the gym, you're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. So Moving is very important. Moving your body is important. Cardio and strength training is important. The most important thing is to do something. And walking is great. Some people don't take it seriously, but walking is a really terrific exercise, particularly if you can do it briskly. People like it because it's free. It's right there. It's very easy to do. So, you know, that's a a brisk walking is a really good exercise. And 
you know, another thing is to try to make it fun when you do it. You know, listen to a good podcast or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, make I it a game emphasize that. as you do it. <laughs> yes, walk, walk with a friend, you know, do whatever it is that makes it fun and achievable. And you don't have to do it all at once. You can do, you can take exercise snacks is what I call them. Is You know, get up from your desk and walk around the, the block. You know, just you can break it up during the day. You don't have to do it all at once. Okay, so sugar. Mm-hmm. Research has shown that a high sugar diet is linked to a higher risk of dying from heart disease. Hmm. They don't really exactly know why. They know that sugar raises chronic inflammation and that puts you at risk for heart problems. It can raise your blood pressure. And one thing that I think is important to note, we're talking about added sugar. We're not talking about the sugar that occurs naturally in fruit. So, you know, moderation is key in all things. And that's true with sugar. Don't, you know, if you, if you want to have a cookie after dinner and that makes you happy, go ahead and do it. Just don't have the whole (laughs) sleeve of Oreos. (laughs) And then you you asked about family history. Uh This is also really important when it comes to protecting your health in all ways. So we really think it's a good idea to do a family tree, specifically a heart health tree. So you want to talk to your, you know, if your parents are still alive, if you know your parents' history, your grandparents' history, your siblings, your cousins, your aunts and uncles, don't just ask them if they are still alive and you can ask them. Don't just ask them about heart attacks. Also ask them about strokes, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, and that way you'll get a fuller picture and it gives you more strength. So it's it's just a great idea. Yes. Yeah. Thank you so much for that. So we're we're still hearing an awful lot about COVID, COVID-19. And when the pandemic mm. first was upon us, we paid a lot of attention to COVID's impact on the lungs. But you found that, I suppose, surprising, not shocking, that there is impact on heart disease, too, particularly with an older age group. So what did you learn? What advice can you give us? about the subject of COVID and heart disease? You know, it's really interesting because COVID is so new that they really don't know everything yet, but it is becoming clear that many cardiac diseases have been linked to COVID, the risk of heart attack, heart failure, stroke, and other issues that the risk goes up in the year after you've had infection. And interestingly, younger people are also vulnerable, but One thing about the older population is that they have found that people who have other medical conditions are especially at risk. And of course, older people tend to have more medical conditions just generally. So this is something they need to be wary of. The best protection, of course, is to do what you can to avoid getting COVID. Get vaccinated, you know, get the booster anytime a new booster comes out. And I think it's really important to pay attention to your area and how much the virus is circulating in your area. It's in every newspaper. You can really easily find this information out. And when it's a high risk in your area, avoid crowded in your situations and start masking again. Hmm. Lisa Bain is with us. Lisa Bain is the executive director of the Health Newsroom for Prevention Magazine. Lisa is responsible for February's edition focus on heart and heart health. I love a challenge. I know our audience does, too. You have this great piece in the magazine about the seven-day heart challenge. 
It includes some lifestyle changes, some great tips on health checkups. Maybe tell us a couple of those tips. Get us kind of ready for the challenge, Lisa. The challenge is so great because really what we do is we give somebody something little to do every single day. Mm -hmm. We're not telling them to change their life every day. We're telling them to take a healthy step. So for instance, sleep is really, really important for your heart. If you're chronically sleep deprived, that puts you at higher risk of high blood pressure and cardiovascular disease. So we give some steps for getting a better night's sleep, like making sure your room is dark, making sure your phone is put away, charge your phone across on the other side of the room. Um, So things like that to really make sure that you get a good night's sleep. And we also tell them on one of the days we say schedule a dental checkup because if you have gum disease, you have a higher risk of developing heart disease. I think this is because of increased inflammation. And then another thing that we say on another day is refers to, to your diet and a really super important step for your heart is to cut down on ultra processed foods mm. because they've been linked to a higher risk of heart disease. So start looking at the labels, start, you know, the things that are frozen dinners and things like that that are really highly processed. You want to limit those in your diet. Great. February's edition of Prevention Magazine just has a whole section on heart health. Lisa Bain is with us to talk to us a little bit about that upcoming edition of Prevention Magazine. Final question for you, Lisa Bain. I'd like to know a little bit about some of the heart-friendly foods. You you referenced that we need to make Pay attention to nutrition. There are some great recipes that go, in, that go along with the uh, special in February's edition. Maybe tell us about those, particularly the breakfast, because I love those granola bars that you have referenced to. They just sound fantastic. Oh, that one is that one is so good. I cannot wait yes. to, to to make that. Um, yes, it's a it's a granola bar recipe. Very very easy that uses. Oatmeal, which is really good for lowering cholesterol, dried cherries, dried raisins, and the whole thing comes together really easily. And then there's another recipe that I cannot wait to make. It's lemon marinated herb pasta salad. Doesn't that sound great? And it uses fresh spinach and, and, and a mix of herbs and parmesan and lemon zest. The fresh spinach is important because dark leafy greens they're really one of the most heart healthy foods you can eat because they have a high nitrate content and that helps blood vessels relax and that promotes healthy blood pressure. So anytime you can, you know, mix spinach or kale or any sort of dark leafy green, throw it into your soup, throw it into the pasta, you know, throw it into your smoothie, just whenever you can use those greens, it's really, really good for your heart. So helpful. Heart healthy nutrition, the seven day challenge, all of this great stuff about the health facts and even some information about COVID. Lisa Baines, our guest today. Thanks, Lisa. Happy New Year to you and yours. We really appreciate all this great information about the heart and some of the um, just up to the minute thinking about what we need to know in order to have a more heart friendly life. Lisa Baines, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you've enjoyed our February 2024 Prevention Magazine Editor-in-Chief interview series with Sarah Smith. Today, we spoke with Sarah and Lisa Bain. We 
dived into heart health, chocolate myths, libido science, and the power of forgiveness. There is so much more to check out in February's Prevention Magazine. My thanks to Prevention Magazine's Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith. My thanks to Lisa Bain, Executive Director, Health Newsroom at Hearst. Thank you, Sarah and Lisa, for your invaluable insights. And thank you, our audience, for tuning in. Remember, knowledge is power, and it's never too late to live your best life. So check out our show notes today for more details and absolutely sign up for the Prevention Magazine Premium Program. Everything will be in our show notes. So be well, be safe, and let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness Interview Series. Until next time, stay informed and stay healthy. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next month. Thanks for joining us this week on the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Healthy Living Interview Series on radio and podcast. To find out more about all of today's stories or to view our extensive back catalog of previous shows, simply visit notold-better.com. Join us again next time as we deep dive into some of the most fascinating real-life stories from across the world, all focused on this wonderful experience of getting better, not just older. Let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. Not Old Better.